You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to ABC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football. Brought to you by Land Rover. Above and beyond. On NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Hill, together with the Two Robbies. And this is it, my friend, our last show of the season. The games conclude tomorrow with 10 matches on our networks. But before we start the show, I must introduce our friend, our guest host presenter on Premier League Live. He's here with us in the studio. Welcome in, Steve Bauer. An honour and a privilege. Stevie. Yes. Of course, Stevie B. Thank you, Robbie. Right, get, on with it. get on with it, Steve. So what are you most looking forward to, Stevie Bauer, with all these matches tomorrow? Well, I think the big one, because it's so lucrative, is, um, is the battle for fourth place. The fact that it's a, a shootout of Manchester, if you like, between Manchester City and Manchester United. And the importance for both clubs. Um, it's swung back in Manchester City's favour now. Um, that we all expect them to beat Swansea. But if they didn't, it would be absolutely huge for Pep Guardiola to walk in there without Champions League football to the point of, if he'd known that, he might not have even taken the job. If United don't do it, which of course is the far more likely, mm. then the big question is, is that Louis van Gaal's last Premier League game in charge of Manchester United before they have the FA Cup final. So those two games and the fact that the two Manchester rivals going for one place is fascinating. Steve, we've come to the... It's the last game of the season. We know it's Championship Sunday. Every team plays at 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. I'm looking at these two, these two teams. I'm looking at Manchester United, the amount of money spent, the quality of club, the, the size of revenues that we've seen that this club can bring in. I'm looking at Manchester City, Manchester City the quality of club, the investment, where they are. Why are they scrambling, plodding, as Robbie Muster would say, at this point to grab four spots? Shouldn't these two clubs... I mean, you've lived in the area, you've worked for Manchester United. Shouldn't these two clubs have had it done? Now, I almost want to phone up UEFA and say, you know what, we'll have a first and second place Champions League spot this year. Third and fourth shouldn't count this year. For, <laughs> for, for Arsenal, for Manchester City and Manchester United disappointing seasons and they still end up with, with this good, good prize. Well, that's, what, that's a very good point. And that's what I'm saying. For one of them not to be in the Champions League is massive. Obviously, Manchester United missed out under David Moyes. Van Gaal got them back in yesterday. But I think we've seen this week, it's worth £40 million pounds for Manchester United yeah. not to, $60 million mm. for not to be in the Champions League. And having worked there, you see the amount of work and sponsorship that goes off the pitch commercially, never mind on the pitch, that will hit them incredibly hard. Manchester City, I think still, on paper, have the best players. I Mm. think the players 
have let down Manuel Pellegrini. And I think that the announcement of Pep Guardiola, and we all know why they had to do it in January, undoubtedly destabilised their Premier League season. Just on the games tomorrow, we'll get back to the, these big clubs, of course. Um, can we, anybody seeing, Rob, are you seeing any any way that United will find themselves in top four? Man City no. going to Swansea. No. Swansea no. going to make changes Rob. to certain players. Is there any way that we could no. be looking back on our podcast to say, you know what, no. wow, what a last day. This time last week, if it, we call it musical chairs. Manchester United were in pole position. The music had stopped and they had a chair. They let the music go back on again. They, they needed to get the job done at West Ham. They, they were 2-1 up with 15 minutes to go and allowed West Ham United yeah. to, to catch in this team. That is what's going to put, put them behind the black ball. There's no way Manchester City don't get at least a point that they need to, to make sure they secure that full spot. I agree. No, no chance. And you're right, when you look at this, what's coming out of Swansea, a debut for a goalkeeper, no Fabianski, maybe no Ashley Williams, keys away on military service, Sigurdsson might not play. It all points to... Um, you know, the, the only thing the only thing Swansea may do, uh, Francesco Guidolin has been announced as a permanent manager of Swansea this week, which was a little bit of a surprise. I think the word certainly that I was hearing in the UK that Brendan Rodgers was going to go back if they stayed up. But mm-hmm. Guidolin's now the manager. Are they playing for a little bit of futures and contracts? That's a tenuous line for me. I, I agree with Rob. There's no way Manchester, I can see Man City losing that game. And after that, we all in agreement that Van Gaal is, is going to lose his job. He's talking in the last couple of days that he's OK to continue. He expects mm. to be there next season. Is there any way if they, of course, finish fifth and then they go on to win the FA Cup? There's always a little bit of feel-good factor around a cup mm. final. They win that. Is in, that going to be good Louis, enough for Ed Woodward? In Louis, you trust. <laughs> well, no, OK. Go. No, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying from the club's yeah. point of view. No, I, I don't think so, Robert. I just don't think that you go toe-to-toe with Manchester City with all that Pep Guardiola is going to bring to that football club, with the positive news, with the way he plays, with new players. I just don't see Louis van Gaal as the man to, to go toe-to-toe with him mm. on, that occasion, on that position. I agree, but all I'll say is he's not cut and dried. Let me give you a little bit of background here. The chief executive, Ed Woodward, has backed Louis van Gaal to the hilt. He had to sack David Moyes, and Manchester United don't like doing that. They don't like sacking a manager, which is why Louis van Gaal wasn't sacked in year two of a three-year contract. Now, Louis van Gaal's been quite clever publicly to say, I signed a three-year contract, I only wanted to sign two, the club wanted to sign three. He had Ryan Giggs as his assistant. The plan when he took the job was to have three seasons and then give it to Ryan Giggs. So all the Jose Mourinho speculation and, and so on, unnerves that they've, they've got to change they've got to change again my understanding is if Jose Mourinho came into Manchester United Ryan Giggs would leave the football club so straight away the supporters are then seeing the man who's played more times for that club than anybody else who sat there for two seasons having been player coach to learn the job going I'm not so sure I think if they lose the FA Cup it becomes an easier decision. If they win the FA Cup and win a piece of a, tr- um, a title, as Louis van Gaal likes to call it, and finish fifth, so th- th- not everybody behind the scenes is united with Jose Mourinho. See, you, but it's interesting, Paul. You, you've talked about that this football club. It isn't just about what we saw on the pitch. It's about the revenues that they can bring. It's about the kit deals they can have. At this stage, and, and, and I don't say this lightly and don't at all mean to be disrespectful, but, but in the pecking order, Ryan Giggs might not be as important in this situation as a Jose Mourinho coming in. They have to get back to winning silverware, Steve. So no, I agree with that. No I'm, just posting say, the numbers. I'm not saying it's my opinion. I'm just no, saying yeah, that's that a little bit of background. Mm. Could, could I also throw one, something else in, in here? And, uh, controversial as Earl loves to be. Wouldn't both of these clubs, in a certain way, 
be better having no European football so the manager can go in and get this club sorted. In some respects, certainly Europa League football is going to be a distraction for whichever one end, ends in there. Thursday night football and Sunday night football. I look at Antonio Conte going in at Chelsea and in some respects, being able to work on the training ground week in, week out, getting your team out, building the football club. And I know you, these clubs need to be in Europe, but... Some respects, I just think there's so much work to be done in both in both. Yeah, but that's camps. not realistic, is it? They're going to be in European football. They and, are, and in a situation are, like Chelsea, I'm, that's, that's saying, an advantage. That is, yeah, a, is an, like, an unwanted like, at the start like of the season. Like Brendan Rodgers had at Liverpool, where yeah. he used to talk about the work you can do on the training ground that you can get into players. But, but where there's they two, are right now, they are going to be playing European there's football. Two, you, there's two ways of looking at that. Liverpool's a perfect example. The year Brendan Rodgers got them second, mm. they played 48 games or mm. something. No European yeah. football. Agreed. But look at Liverpool this season. You, we, we could be having a chat in eight days' time. Liverpool are in the Champions League. Why are they in the Champions League? Because of the Europa League. Now, with that carrot at the end of it, if Jurgen Klopp mm. gets Liverpool in the Champions League mm. by winning the Europa League... Mm. Just just on the Manchester clubs going forward, chaps, and uh, Pep Guardiola coming in, is there any danger that Man City now really enforce a power shift and City are going to be the top dogs we know about the stadium we know about the training ground we know about the philosophy we know about the Barcelona hierarchy now they're getting it's almost like the, the plan has come to fruition yeah. with Guardiola going into that club it's almost like right we're ready for the dream to really come yeah. true can, can United catch him up? Good point because it was interesting I was talking with one of my friends back, back at home and, and we were talking about since we've had the rights NBC have had the rights the last three years he was saying if you were if you didn't know Manchester United if we've known Manchester United the great teams the Sir Alex Ferguson's the great football yeah. you'd have watched them the last few years and go I don't know what all the fuss is about yeah. they don't look great they're a team playing red they've got lots of fans well they don't look great and so unless United can get back to competing to getting up there and, and, and challenging and winning titles it could be the opportunity for Manchester City. How big is a job, Steve, for, for the next manager, if there is one at United, if it's Mourinho? Massive. I, I think it's a big, massive. It's a difficult and job. And I'll give you one example. Manchester United, worldwide brand, massive history, tradition, Liverpool Football Club. 1990 mm. was mm. the last time they won the league yeah, title. Yeah. Now, if you told those players who won the title in 1990, mm. your Alan Hansons, your John Aldridge, mm. your Bruce Groblers, you in, in what, 27 years' time, this club won't have won the title again, they would have laughed at you. Yeah. But that's the realisation. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and that's got to be the worry for, for Manchester United. That's why the appointment is so key and has to get it right. They have to spend money wisely. They have to be smarter in the transfer market. I Robert. worry about the structure, Rob, at that club. I mm. worry about the structure. There's no director of football there. Ferguson did it all before. Um, I, I think as, as important as getting the right manager with the right players, they've got to figure out a, a proper structure to take United into the well the next 10, 20 years. Yes, yeah, you're not wrong, mate. I, I've always said Thursday night is a night for pizzas and taking the wife on a, on a date night. It's not a night to be playing your <laughs> European football. One of these two big giants is going to be playing Thursday night football in Europe, and that's not what they want. Next, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about managers. We're going to talk about those who've left their football club, those who are leaving their football club and those who've signed bumping new deals. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover. We'll be back in a mo. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure on roads, trails and tundra, the 2016 Discovery Sport was built to help your search. And wherever you choose to go, you don't have to go alone. With available 5 plus 2 seating, you can bring your own mini expedition of family and friends to aid you in your journeys. Lease the Discovery Sport SE for $389 per month for 36 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title and fees due at signing. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-54WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. 
Right, Bobby Monster, they get lauded when it all goes well. They lose their job when it all goes wrong. We're talking about the bosses, the gaffers, as we used to call them. Roberto Martinez lost his job midweek after another poor performance against Sunderland. Inevitable, Steve, that Roberto had to go. It, it just felt like they wanted to, to, to put something out there before the end of the season. They weren't going to allow him the, the, this last game at Goodison. We talked on, on Premier League Live this week, the three of us, about belief in a manager. And, and you two both recounted stories from your playing careers in the Premier League where you looked in a manager's eyes and you didn't have belief in them. There's no doubt, not not just recently, months ago, that the majority of that Everton squad weren't believing in the mantra of, of Roberto Martinez um, because uh, it's another club I, I used to cover at the start of my broadcasting career. I know a lot of people at Everton, uh, but a lot of friends who are Everton fans, and they will tell you quite rightly that that set of players at the moment, that squad of players at Everton with your Lukaku's, your Stones, your Barclays, it's probably Everton's best set of players since the mid-80s when they actually won the league championship before it became the Premier League. So the expectation were high. I don't think it was unrealistic. And there was only one outcome, Rob, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I think um, a couple of things, really, for, for, for Martinez. I think his, his uh, stubbornness to never address a def- the defensive part of the team has, has hurt him. And when you, you hear him speak or read his quotes, he's always about, you know, attractive football, playing with, with expansion, etc., etc. but no real st- strong foundation defensively. And just as you were talking there about the players, you know, losing the players not playing for him, I, I think there's no, there's no sense of fear that comes from him. So I think if players play poorly or things aren't going well, there's no real... He's just not that guy, is he, to be aggressive? There's got. I always thought, Rob, the managers mm. that I, 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 I guess got the best out of me, the ones that would give me a hard time, that, would, that I was a little bit scared well, of, a little bit of fear. Is that about like oh, you doing it to me in the studio? Yeah, is that trying to raise my game? Well, Rebecca, I'm, I'm fearful of her more. <laughs> She's nasty to me in the studio. But, but, but it's interesting, Rob, because you talk about fear, and we're talking about playing, what, 15 years ago, where maybe a manager we've seen in the past, I've seen a manager like pin players up against the wall. That doesn't happen anymore. But I think it's, it's, it's fear stroke respect. It's how you do it. it you, you can do it with intelligence. Horst and Wenger, I assume, has never pinned players up. But I'm sure in we his should, own way... Should, should, should pin them up. I'm sure in his own way. Jose Mourinho, Sir Alex Ferguson. You know, people can do it with different styles, with different personalities. But you, you're dead right. You've got to have that fear and you've got to have that respect that when you're not playing well, yeah. something's going to happen. Something's going to change. Yeah. I think at Everton, it was like, well, OK, let's, let's do some more work in the week, guys. Let's have a good time and it'll all come good ne- next weekend. Can I just make one other point about this situation? with Everton obviously Bill Kenwright was previously the major shareholder of Everton who got on extremely well with Roberto Martinez had a very close relationship I think as bad as Everton have been if that was still the ownership of Everton mm. Roberto Martinez would still be the Everton manager the problem Roberto had was Fayed Mashiri came in mm. he's a wealthy man he wants to put his mark on and let me tell you boys he's got some money to spend mm. in this transfer window in the summer and that was the problem he was looking down at that technical area thinking I can't give that money to that guy. Does that money that he's got to spend, does it make him want to go for a big-time manager? You know, a big-time yeah. manager. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mourinho, well, yeah. Mourinho, if you're... A, if you're we can a, go for him, but let's, let's be honest around the table, you're not going to get Jose Mourinho to Everton. 
you can go for him, but you're not going to get him. Ronald Koeman is, well, is that's maybe a, that's more... A, that's a step yeah, down. OK, yeah. my point is, are they going to go for somebody that's, uh, you know, an Everton type of guy or because of the money and the, and the direction of this football club, they're going to go for... But they're going to stretch for somebody and maybe able to persuade yeah, them with some, the money. That's my whole point about this situation. The whole school of science and we do it the Everton mm. way and all the rest of it was Bill Kenwright because you won't find a bigger fan, yeah, never mind the Bill. chief executive, mm. than Bill Kenwright. Goalpost massively changed mm. off the field. At Everton now, you've got a business guy who's been in the Premier League on the board at Arsenal. He knows what he wants. So, so, so the Everton way, the Everton right, way on. won't who, come into okay, to machine. Right, let's move on. Right. Who is this guy? Frank De Bruyne. Who is this Frank De Bruyne? Well, I think it's going to be him. Yeah, well, the local I mean, paper in Everton to, in Merseyside today yeah. have reported that Everton have already met is it, and is talked he, is to Frank he, De Is he big enough? Is, is he experienced enough? Is I, I, he ready I'll, I'll to be take honest, Everton? I, I'm not super excited you know, with you're, this. You're talking about a Jose Mourinho who they're not going to get, but you know, we know his body of work, we know what he does. Mm. Frank De Boer, no, not sure. Mm, could yeah. go one or Were two ways. Were you saying that about Koeman, though, when he went to Southampton? Because Correct. Frank De Boer Correct. has yeah. won a lot more in yeah, Holland than Koeman had. Yeah, you're not here to make good points. Sorry. You're here to agree with me. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, that's just sort of throw it out there. Yeah, I, I no, I think it's um, I think it's a good point, and I think mm. we've learned before this with people coming into the league that we're like, well, you know, no experience, and what have they done? They do very well. Pochettino, of course, being a great example as well. Can we can we talk about another yeah. manager that, this week who, who's going to be leaving his football club at the end of the season? Got his last game tomorrow, Watford against Sunderland. Kike Sanchez Flores, harshly done by. I I I think so, and and I know that the, the puts off family and the way they run the business is very different, but this guy's kept them in the league, no drama. Got them the highest finish they've ever had in the Barclays Premier League and got to an FA Cup semi-final. Wow, this is a big score you've got to be in, isn't it? I'm with you, but but I, I, I guess I trust what the Pozzos do. Why? It, well, yeah, because, why? They, because yeah. they've had a record of success at Udinese that's stunning for an you ownership. Don't, you don't like They're sackings, a... Rob, do you? you? You Generally, you like a little bit exactly. of stability. But hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Watford finishing 13th mm. and getting to a semi-final. Is success? Yeah, it is success. It but is success. they had a horrendous 2016. They've had a horrendous 2016. There's a sense that he's set a target when you get of survival. Yeah. When well, you get a points, target, you get the points and Correct. you finish 30. What, you just, you, just, you, just, you just shot off when you got 40 no. points? That's but you, what you give the guy That's who's got happened. 38 points... Mm. Listen, I, I, I wouldn't have fired the guy. All I'm trying to say is that, that, that in the Italian way, and the Pozzos as well, will change managers, coaches, they're not managers, they're head coaches, regularly. And what they've done before, the Udinese, of all that time playing in the Champions League football, a great player recruitment business that's worked tremendously well for them. I just would, in this uh, example, would give them the benefit of the doubt because they've, done, they've got a track record of, of, of producing good uh, teams just, over no, a period I of time. Yeah. I feel Harsh. incredibly sorry for Harsh. Kike Sanchez-Flores, yeah. who I've met personally. Mm. Fantastic guy, well-respected, guy in the well-liked. league, by the way. Nobody can stand on a touchline in a scarf like Correct. him. And he's popular with the ladies as well. So. Let, let, me no, tell you, he, let me tell you as well what I think with uh, Sanchez-Flores. Let me, let me tell you where a great job would be for him. Let me tell you where a great job Robbie must do. West Bromwich Albion. Give him West Bromwich Albion. Let him take. I a don't bit know of, about that, Rob. Let him take you a little bit of what he's The squad is so poor. The squad is so. Tony Pulis. That's a massive risk. He's gone for you, is he? Take, that's I'd, a massive I'd, risk. I would take uh, KJ Sanchez I was in there, and he would add a little bit of something. And I tell you what, you ask West Brom fans. Let's do a poll on that. You ask West Brom fans. I bet you. I bet you they take I, a little think bit. That, by the way, Watford two more points at the moment than West Brom. Correct. 
Correct, Stevie. But that's why yeah. you're here, Stevie. That's why you're here. What about Pochettino? Just before before we take a break, yeah. Big sign, big uh, bumper contract yeah. for him. Good yeah. business all around for the Love football it. club. Yeah, good business. Great job. Good guy. He's disappointed, of course, in the recent couple of weeks, but I think he's extended now to a five-year contract. Uh, absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, well, news about um, Pochettino's contract, important for Tottenham. And they can get their first finish above Arsenal if they get a point at Newcastle tomorrow. First time in 21 years. People are saying there's a power shift in North London. We'll discuss the future of the two big boys north of the capital. This is the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. Now, if Tottenham Hotspur... Beat Newcastle United St James's Park tomorrow. They will finish above Arsenal for the first time for 21 years. Stevie Bauer, is this going to become normal? I think so. I think the way the two clubs are going, um, let's let's be honest. Pochettino five-year deal is is big news for Tottenham. Daniel Levy, the chairman there, is too often panicked. He's too often changed managers. He hasn't got that um, consistency over the years. He knows he's got his man now. They've got a good working relationship. Pochettino's a terrific guy. When, when you deal with him like I do back in the UK, he, he's fantastic. You can tell the respect the players have got for him. The three of us were lucky enough uh, mm. when we went on the UK trip to have a, a look at their, their training ground, which you have to say at the moment in terms of modernisation is second to none in the United Kingdom. All the plans are in place there. They've now got the Champions League. They've got the Champions League money. And I'm fascinated this summer to see what and who Pochettino gets mm. Mm. in the transfer market because I think now with the youngest team in the league he's got the foundation to go and build something across North London it's it's still all about expectation at Arsenal isn't it it, it, it is because mm. as we all agree this season was the best season bar none for Arsenal to win the league he's got one year left Arsene Wenger if he rings you up Robbie Musto to try and buy you this summer you're thinking well why mm. Arsene Wenger's only there for one more year from a player's mm. point of view yeah. Is this something, Robbie, or that do you think Spurs, I know we've seen the training ground, yeah, we know they're yeah. building a stadium, it's yeah. a little bit bigger than, than mm. the Emirates. It takes more, doesn't it? It yeah. takes more yeah, from the fan right. base, from the yeah. local area, yeah, from the local right. businesses, for the for the commercial kind of involvement as well, to to, to, to get power, ahead of a, of a giant, yeah. an old money giant like Arsenal. A power shift doesn't happen because you play better football and finish above somebody for the first time in 21 years. A power shift comes over a period of time uh, of winning trophies, uh, of winning titles of being top of the league and they're not there yet but what they've got this season they, they can put away regardless of what happens tomorrow and I think they'll get the point they need to, to finish second but what they've got is, is Steve's they've got a foundation now from that foundation where do they go where do they improve the, the, this, football, mm. this football club well to me I still think wide players in, in, in an attacking area will be good I think they, they lack a personality, a person, a midfield driving force who might just take hold of games when we've seen them up in oh, games, in recent and, games and, not, yeah. and not quite see things out. So, yes, I think they're in, they're in a good place. I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a shift, it's a, it's a slide at the moment in their direction. But hard work Coma starts this summer because they've shown us a little glimpse of what this club could possibly be. Now can they sustain it and go on over the next three, four, five years and hammer on what, what we're saying is a bit of an advantage because they've got a good young group of players with the right management, the right money, could go on and be serious players in the league. Uh, and, and switching over to Arsenal, um, we've had so many... <laughs> 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 
We've had so many chats about it. Um, but it looks like Wenger's going nowhere. He's going nowhere in the no, summer. No, he's, 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 he's not leaving. And, um, you know, I, I think... Th- I, I get a sense, Steve, that, that there should be a, a big turnover of players. Yeah. Now, not just because of performance and on-field and different players will bring b- different things, but I actually think that if you don't change too many of those players, they are starting to believe that they'll never win a title. And do you look around the dressing room mm. as a player... And you think, you go back in and you think, in your career, I can't believe he's still here. Does I'll tell you, what it, is. I'll tell you what it is as well, Steve. It's gone a bit stale. That's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, they've lost the so for the Arteta, you know, Flamini, you know, Riziki. Yeah, they're all going. Oxley Chamberlain will go. Walcott might go, by the way, as well. It's a bit Giroud, if, if it, people are deciding he's not the guy. Having said that, problem now with, with, with Welbeck's injury causes yeah. you a bit of a problem. And the other problem is getting rid of all these people. But, but, You've got to have people yeah, can, I, can I just go to, 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 to one thing before we, we, we get into detail of what might come? Let's just start at the beginning of the season. And we're talking about Leicester City winning the title. Now, now let, let me talk about Arsenal. <laughs> There's not any one player that Arsenal needed to win the title. The thing that they needed to win the title was the thing we've seen in abundance from Leicester. It's about the willingness to work hard and put the right. every, every game. game. Yeah. And that's what they've missed, Rob. Now, yeah, we're going to talk about they could do with a few more goals, they could do with a Durant yeah. midfield but player. it's bigger than that, isn't well, it? Yeah, but, it? But does that come from the manager, Robbie? Correct. Correct. And, and this was the year I thought this guy nails it home. This is his, his advantage. This was a time that he and his football club and his team of players saw it different, Rob. I, I saw something a little bit different around the Christmas time and I thought... In yeah, awesome you, to be trust. fair, you picked them from the start, yeah, you, you, all the way through, yeah, for a long but, period of time. But, but again, they they did it yeah, again. They dropped down. away. But you, you talked about Roberto Martinez at the, earlier in the show about stubbornness. There's no one more stubborn no. than Arsene Wenger. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a shame, isn't it? You know, and and uh, th- he'll never have a better chance than he did this year. And, and it was interesting. We, we were talking to Lee Dixon on, on our weekly phone call this week, and he strange enough picked Arsenal to win it next year, saying he thinks. Arsenal's last year, he's going to open the war chest, he's going to spend some money. If he's allowed to, though. Well, well, there's £200 million, pounds, mm. isn't there, apparently, that's available. and yeah, yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, he makes a good point there, Rob. We don't know who's telling him what to do in the transfer market. We don't know if somebody's saying, you know what, let's well, just... Well, he's you know. always fronted that he, he so doesn't want to it's all, it's, it's all okay for us to say, oh, Theo's going to go, mm. Drew's going to go, all these different... Oxley's going to go. Come in. Uh, yeah, that, but also... Are they going to go? He's, ne- he's never done this no, before. No. He sold a bunch of players. Now, there's just a hint that he might do it this time. And I think we'd like to see that. But I, I, I don't have any, any trust that he is going to turn over this squad, the amount of players that, that he needs to. And as Steve says, who's coming in? Who, who, who's going to add that mentality? Because it's needed in probably every line of the team. Mm. They need a strong mentality. Yeah, I've looked at the spine of their football team and I think goalkeeper, you're fine with Petrchek. Centre-back needs improvement. Centre midfield needs improving. Striker needs improving. So the spine of your team, the bit, you, the bit you're saying that you, you hold on to, isn't quite as strong as you'd like for, for a title win. Let team. me throw this one out there from a player's point of view. If you two are players at the moment, yes, they got Urzel, paid, in my opinion, way too much money, but they got Urzel. He's a good player, though. He's a good player, but he's not £49 million worth of player, in my opinion. Right. They got Sanchez, right? Mm. Now, can they go out and get two or three... In this summer of that ilk, can they attract well, that player? They should because be trying to do that. Yeah, they but, should they be should be, yeah, but what I'm saying to you is that player is going to say, well, hang on, mm. it's still Wenger, it's still lack of fight, mm. it's still stubbornness. Hold is on. he here a year? Is he here two years? Big point. Big point. And by the way, 
there's talk that Ozil and Sanchez are not rushing to sign contracts yeah. themselves because they're looking exactly. at it. These are players who want to win, win, win trophies, Rob. These are players who want to be in Champions League finals and uh, viewing for titles, not sort of third and fourth and being happy. So not only do you get that quality player in, how do you keep that play, quality player happy? And also, there isn't the quality we're talking about, as mm. Steve just mm. said. It's there's not, not many of no. them around, by the way. And I'm looking at the league table, and there's plenty of clubs, Chelsea, mm. United, City, mm. Spurs. All with money, but they all might, They might mm. say, well, as Steve just said, well, maybe not Arsenal, but uh, yeah, probably City. Well, actually, Spurs. Mm. You know, maybe Spurs is going places now with the manager and the facilities and everything else. So I think there's so many questions with Arsenal, probably more this summer than ever before. And I'm afraid I just don't, I just don't see a big enough change in this summer that's going to make me think that they're going to win the league again. And, and for Arsenal fans, I, you know how I feel. They should change the manager, somebody else take over this squad, add his little bit of whatever it is, we, few we players. We know that's not going to happen. Yeah, though, we, we know that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> He's so, right. It's, it's, that ain't happening, I got, I got excited there for a little bit. <laughs> Arsenal are going to be Arsenal and they'll finish in the top four and they'll, they'll have Champions League football and... Unfortunately, that, that seems to be the ambition at the well, football you say that. I, I mean, if they don't recruit well, looking at next season mm. and looking, you know, what Manchester oh. United might do, what Liverpool might do, I, I think there's a chance Arsenal might not no, finish in the top I agree four with next you. season. I agree with you. gets you in the top four. You can't no, just say they're no, going to be in the top four. Awesome. No. we trust. Let's get <laughs> Here he flag. goes again. No. I tell you, we know Chelsea are going to be better. We know Liverpool are going to really hit the, hard, the league hard next season, I mm. think. And whoever I, misses out of Manchester clubs will really go for it as well. Yeah, and we can't we can't just disregard Leicester City, by the way. No. because if those West Ham, West Ham, Olympic Stadium, might buy big. Yeah, I, it, I just think there's got to be four we, or five we're gonna, of these teams. We're going to be talking Middlesbrough in the top four. Get in, Finally, we got it in. <laughs> Absolutely, Robbie Earl. Watch the borough go next season. Yeah, well, we're going to take a final break, Musty, before we... Well, let's have a reflection on the... What's been, I think, one of the most fascinating Premier League seasons ever. It's been, in my words, cray-cray. We'll try and make a little bit of sense of it. I'm Earl, he's Musto, you're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover on NBC Sports Radio. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure on roads, trails and tundra, the 2016 Discovery Sport was built to help your search. And wherever you choose to go, you don't have to go alone. With available 5 plus 2 seating, you can bring your own mini expedition of family and friends to aid you in your journeys. Lease a Discovery Sport SE for $389 per month for 36 months with $3,495 plus taxes, title and fees due at signing. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover above and beyond. Stevie Bauer, we, we just Robbie want to take a little, a little moment to, to take a reflection on it this season that's been some, well, one of the craziest ever in Premier League history. I just want to talk a little bit about the reigning champions, Chelsea, going from title winners, ninth in the table. I thought we might be at the stage where you know, they start to dominate football. Where are they? How disappointing it's been? Does it all go wrong? I agree with you. Like lots of people, I tipped them for the title. They started the season with that group of players with Jose Mourinho. I mean, they're sitting ninth at the moment, Rob. There's, uh, with my statistician commentator's head on, there's no Premier League champions who've won it and then finished lower than seventh. Mm. So at the mo- well, they are. They are going to finish. <laughs> this is an incredible thing to say. They are going to finish as the lowest ever reigning champions. Steve, can I just quickly, uh, we did a Twitter poll today um, mm. basically about who's had the most disappointing season in the Premier League top as back up what you're saying there, is Chelsea at 45%, Newcastle United 27%, Arsenal 17%, which tells a different story, I think, that people aren't that disappointed and shocked with it, and Manchester United 11%. So, so Chelsea 
an absolute disastrous season. Yeah, they shouldn't be anywhere near oh, there. They amazing. shouldn't be anywhere near there. And I think, as well, I know the point you made earlier on about they haven't got any European football will help them. I think a lot of Chelsea fans think Antonio Conte, brilliant record at Juventus, mm. we'll see how he does in the European Championships with Italy, he's going to come in there and they're going to be straight back in the, in the top four. I think he's got a massive job. Mm. Klopp mania, Robbie Musto. Talk to me about Jurgen Klopp and, and what he's brought to, to, to the Premier League and the Liverpool Football Club. I think he's been the, the personality of the season. I think he's got the very, very best out of a, a, a decent squad, no more mm. than that. I think that's impressive. I think the, the, the tactical thing, and I, I love all that sort of side of it, Rob, as you know, and mm. I, I think the fast football, the pressing football that we've seen from mm. Liverpool has been refreshing, uh, great. We've seen a similar... Um, style from Spurs, Leicester. I, I just think. Can you do it over a season? Uh, can you have? Can I, I, you do that thing over a season? Did yeah. you run a little bit short with European football as well? I mean, Leicester. We talked about played the least games of any any teams at the top league, so they didn't have that European football. Got but, out. Of but don't don't you think this is this style is is new? Yeah, and, I think and it's, it's proven to be very successful. Yeah. But these times, Leicester also sit back without the ball, Robin, and, and don't go as as sort. But they of press athletic. in a different way. Yeah, correct. not such high, but yeah, a bit correct. lower. Yeah. But that kind of smothering of the mm. ball and the closing mm. down and the counter attacking, mm. I think, has been a feature mm. uh, of this season that I think we're going to see going forward. Of course, Leicester winning the league by, by the way, staggering. They're ten mm. points in the lead now. Yes, yeah, so everybody uh, forgot it, about the top of the table. It's amazing. Gap by I just wonder if we're going to see that for the next few seasons. This this high pace football. For Klopp, though, what if he wins the Europa League? Wow. What if he wow. delivers wow. He's, he's Champions League he's football for Liverpool? Wow. And let's not yeah. forget, I know they lost. He already got them to one cup final in the League Cup. Yeah. And yes. that could have gone Liverpool's way. Mm. I mean, what if he delivers Champions League football in not even Maybe. a full season? He's got them. He's got them. He's got the players. He's yeah. got the fans. He's got their emotions. He's Musty, got their trust. I think he's the real deal. Yeah. I, I honestly, no doubt he's I, I enjoy his company. Mm. I can see the way the players talk and, and, and look at him. I think if he has a massive... Transfer window a successful and window. gets yeah. two or three. I think they could win the league. No, no, Steve. Steve, we brought you in to bring some sense to <laughs> Let's talk about another young manager, an English manager. <laughs> we talk about these great foreign managers, but there's a young English manager who's coming to the league for the very first time, Eddie Howe at Bournemouth. What? Just how good a job has he done? 42 points, safe. You know, beat Manchester United to the vitality. 3-3, three, three, one of the games of the season against Everton. Yeah. And this guy can coach, Rob. Listen, it, it, it's tiny Bournemouth. And coming into the league, they spent some money on new players. They had horrific in injury issues to start with. And they, they continued their philosophy of playing attractive, open, attacking football. And they bought well in, in January, the phobie coming in. They got the goals. They, they're safe in the league. I think it's a stunning achievement. And the, 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 well, not the funny thing, but the important thing is that the money now coming in is going to make Bournemouth... Yeah. In terms of spenders, matching some of the bigger teams in, in European competition, and I think that's that's amazing itself. But it is without disrespecting the players and, and the squad, it's down to Eddie Howe. Nobody else could have done it. Nobody else, I don't think, could have kept the team in the division this year. That is a highlight for I think all of us. The yeah. and, I, and let's be honest, because of Leicester, they aren't getting the no. credit and the headlines. No. 
they deserved. And you're right there about the players because three of their main players, mm. they've missed two injury. Gradle was the record yeah. by gone. Mings, right. gone. Callum Wilson, yeah. gone. The captain, out for half the season. I mean, this is Bournemouth. This is a club who get less than 15,000 in their stadium. Mm. Quick word about two big clubs who were going down, Robbie Musto. Newcastle United, Aston Villa are going to have a year in the championship where they're going to be the big target, going to be difficult to get out. Do you see them? Any either of them coming back? Well, Newcastle, we know that Rafa Benitez mm. is thinking about staying on, which will be huge for them. And I think with the way it is up there, and I've been in Newcastle, and I, and I know that the, the, the disappointment won't affect them going into next year. They're going to be behind him. There's going to be big crowds, and I think they get out of it next year, yeah. Well, By the way, to... on the other side, Villa. Mm. Go on, no, yeah. don't see that one. No, Inspiring yeah. into... One. Yeah. We've got a quickly quick word on, on the title winners. We're talking about Leicester City changing the Premier League forever and winning the title. Just a quick word on, on what Lanieri's done this group of players. If they've made the impossible possible, and I think it's changed the Premier League forever in terms of what managers or anybody can say to anybody about it, pundits as well, about who can win it. It's just been stunning. Restored, yeah. I can tell you this from the UK side of things as well, has restored a lot of people's faith in football. Yeah, brilliant stuff. We'll pay our respects to Leicester City as title winners. And don't forget to subscribe to iTunes to be able to download the Two Robbies football shows. And you can catch a Two Robbies podcast each and every week in association with Land Rover. Remember, you can always contact us at the Two Robbies NBC on Twitter. Thanks for our friends at Culver City for all their help and all their hard work as ever. Yeah, and thanks to everyone for listening, not just today, but for the whole season. It's been our pleasure to chat football and get your opinions on all the big stories during this crazy season. Stay tuned for the Dave Smith Show coming right after us. We'll take a much-needed break, but we'll return when the Premier League resumes in mid-August. Until then, it's good night from me. It's good night from him. Good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.